people think that everyone's having one and it actually is quite rare. Welcome back to Lustcast. I'm Tommy McDonald, and this week we're going to tell you all about threesomes with two girls. So if that's something you want to try, we're going to answer all your questions and tell you how to make it happen. We're also going to look at the positive and negative effects it can have on your relationship. And we're going to try to explain a little bit about what it's like to go from a monogamous relationship to something more open. But before we get into that, please like this video, subscribe to my channel. My channel is quite small at the moment and you can help me make it bigger. So joining me to talk about threesomes today is a couple that have just started having sex with other people. That's Alice Lovegood and her husband Matt. They have some really interesting things to say, especially on open relationships and how to go about that. So let me know in the comments if you agree with them or not, or if you have your own opinions, and enjoy the podcast. How's it going? Good, Ooh. how are you? I'm really good, and it's fun to be in London and to see you again. It's... Yeah. How about yeah. you guys? Yeah, we're, it's nice to be in London. We just found out we're going to move to Bristol soon, which is very exciting because yeah. you, don't, you don't get very many freezers in North Devon. <laughs> no? <laughs> I, thought, yeah. I thought when you live like in the countryside, that's pretty much all there is to do is just to bonk each other. Well, it is and it isn't. Yeah, we can bonk each other. Yeah. Well, I meant everybody. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's quite it's quite dry, if I'm honest. Well, maybe maybe it's not dry. It's just dry selective options oh yeah you that's know, the thing you can't maybe, be picky maybe not the unicorns yeah. that you want yeah no i get that <laughs> might not be the unicorn you want but it's the unicorn you get and you're in london to have threesomes i guess well threesomes, threesomes it's actually my birthday party today. oh happy birthday so it's not my birthday today oh. but it's my birthday party because my birthday is on the 30th of december which is like the worst birthday. One of the worst. Ever. My sister's so, is Christmas Eve, and yeah, it's, like, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, right, I'm having my birthday on this day. So we've hired a dungeon. Nice. Yeah. Just yeah. for you two, or? Well, it's just for us two at the beginning, and then it's for everyone else. And then filter on in. Yeah. <laughs> 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 is it a ticketed affair, or how do you do it? Yeah, it's like a, a very curated group okay. of people. Nice. That. I want to bang all yeah, of them. It's controlled, isn't it? <laughs> we don't want an yeah. odd one out. Well, actually, someone is bringing their husband. It's just he just likes sitting in the corner. So that's oh, really interesting. Yeah. Is he one of those like people that likes to be furniture or something like that? Um, I'm not sure, but she's a hot wife, so he's like a cut. Oh, okay. I think sometimes he gets involved as well. But... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I always yeah. have the, the hot wife guys say they're not cooks. They're like different, but. Um, well, he, he did actually actively say, like, I'm a bit of a cut. Mm. And I talk, was talking to him about it because I actually enjoy watching him. And it's like, I think people see cucks as like this, this really negative thing. But actually, I think it's really beautiful. They just like seeing their partner in ecstasy. Like, I think that's... It can be, but there's also the humiliation aspect of yes, it as well. Yeah, for some of them. I think it ties a bit into toxic masculinity. Like, your idea of what a man should be, it goes against it. Yeah. So you, I think you've got to fight if you're in. So you've got to fight to be in tune with. Yeah, yeah. And it's the best right wing insult. Like yeah. that. That's yeah. the one. Like yeah, when you yeah, hear that's it, the like one there's, oh, there's no comeback from it. Yeah. It's like ah, oh, they got me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> like, what can you? What can you say? Like, if someone calls you that. It's like ah, oh, I'm done. <laughs> like, okay. So I think before we get into the topic, like we're talking about threesomes with two girls, mm -hmm. not threesomes in general not yeah. threesomes of two guys because like, this is the one everyone wants 
I say everyone. You mean this is the one or the men one? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's like. Yeah, there, there was a unanimous yeah then, definitely. <laughs> well, this is the thing. And this is like, I think it might go in some difficult areas because men obviously want it. Like, I think I said to you before the show started that for me, it felt as big as losing my virginity. It felt like something I've got to do mm-hmm. to get to this like level. It's like, okay, lost my virginity. What's next? This is the one. This is like, okay, now you really know what you're doing. <laughs> but I don't know. Girls don't really have that so much, I think. And from what I've experienced, it's often some seen as like something a girl will do for her man rather than for herself. For me, like, I genuinely like women as mm. much as I like men. So I do, I find it, like, I think I'd find, I, I've actually never had a threesome with two guys mm-hmm. at this point. It is something I want to do. But um, I feel like with, with a, having an actual woman, it's kind of easier. Like, there's less pressure on me. Oh, that's interesting. Be. So I've heard girls say that with two guys, it's easier. Because there's like less complicated emotions. I think it depends on who is involved because, you know, if it's like a threesome with two women who aren't like in fully into each other and Mm -hmm. it's all about the guy, then there's like that competitivity element and that, well, I want his dick. (laughs) Like, (laughs) but like, I think if you enjoy women as much as men, then, you know, it's, it's all good. Game on. Yeah. How about you? Was it a big ambition for you? I think if you put like a sex bucket list down for men, mm-hmm. I think we've all got it on there. And I yeah. think um, I think it's a bit like of a masculine thing as well because you do obviously. Um, Alice, Alice loves girls as well, and it's it's equally stimulated. But there's like a bit of your brain that thinks like, is this all for me? Like you feel like the main event. I think being being the boy among two women, yeah. and I think it's the same versa for women. You feel like the main event. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think sometimes, depending on your fantasy, if you want to be the main event, then that's really attractive. But if, mm-hmm. if that's something that like scares you, then you don't like. I think if I had two guys, I would be like, "Oh God, what do I do with all these willies?" Like they, I have, they to, would be I have to please them all. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. well, that, that's a the lot, thing. There's a lot of pressure, but with like and I think as well like it is part when we had the threesome um it was party for you but that was really exciting for me mm-hmm. it's like oh like look at me I'm the best girl I'm the best wife ever I give him another woman like that's a, a nice thing yeah I think for me before I had a threesome it was I wasn't thinking about pleasing other people or would this be difficult i wasn't even thinking of myself it just was like it was like an achievement and i just had to do it i think <laughs> um, mm. but and i think the reality is so different to what you imagine before you try it yeah yeah. so yeah. i think that's like the kind of stuff we can really get into today yeah like, definitely yeah definitely so i guess like just to kick things off um why don't you guys tell me about your first ever threesome yeah, it's actually on our page. It is on our page, yeah. yeah. Nice it. plug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does um, it count if it's work, though? I think so. Yeah? yeah? It didn't really, I think a lot of what we do on the page doesn't 
feel like work because yeah. we've always stuck to like it's the things authentic. that we want to do the things that we want to experience with the people that we want to experience it with mm. but it, there is obviously a difference because like you know a lot of people watching want to know like how do you organize a threesome how do you ask someone to have and we had a gateway to that like do you want to work with us yeah and it, it takes a lot of the pressure off of you know the organic natural progression into having a threesome because in the back of your mind like well it's work so yeah it does it does make it different in certain ways but not in other ways yeah and also the rejection is easier to handle yeah 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 Mm. yeah yeah but then at the same time i think as well you can't fully enjoy it because you're like well is she enjoying it or is she just enjoying it for the camera yeah um but we were really selective about who we chose to to do it with so i think if you're not paying the model you know they're there because they at least like you a little bit yeah yeah well she's one of my like really really good friends yeah yeah and she also like does in-person stuff so she's really used to being like the extra person and really conscious of you know it's like a guide yeah yeah fully for etiquette she'd always be paying attention to you and your feelings like she's out the corner of her eye like yeah yeah which will i think we'll talk about that a lot because there's so much so much you can do to make it so much and i never thought of the um let's say escort type person as an option for threesomes but i think we'll definitely go into that as well because it's really common actually i think it's actually a really good option yeah yeah I think smart people, when they cheat, hire escorts. Yeah. Smart people, when they have threesomes, hire escorts. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just drama-free, isn't it? Yeah. You're paying someone for a service. You know you're going to get a good experience because that's what they do. Yeah, I think beyond that, it's the emotional side. Like, you don't feel like that third party is trying to take your partner away. It's the drama. Yeah. Yeah. There's no drama. And people obviously misunderstand a lot of the time like escorts a lot of them love what they do they love being able to do that for a couple like how nice you go you give a couple really nice experiences an extra it's like they enjoy it too you'd hope so (laughs) most a lot of them do i think like yeah not all some of them might despise it but some of them really do love what they do so it's not most like long-term ones must love yeah probably wouldn't do it um so yeah, to tell me about your first threesome. Let's start like before you even had it. Like, how did you even like? What was it? A difficult conversation before it even happened. I don't. I don't think it was like. So we had decided to kind of open our open our relationship, mm-hmm. and I think this was like one of the steps we had kind of thought about doing to do that. Yeah, I think taking the first steps probably harder for me than you and this was like the carrot on the stick thing and it's like this is what non-monogamy can be like and it wasn't just that though I think it was like I wanted you to understand that sex doesn't always equate to feeling and it can just be sex and it can be really enjoyable sex and that's it Mm -hmm. um and like you hadn't actually been with anybody else before had you so I think this was like an opportunity to be like look (laughs) sex can just be sex um and also we knew it would sell really well like so it was like well you know we'll do this and i know that it will do really well on the page um so this was like a trial or stepping stone towards having an open relationship yeah yeah so i don't think i've been with anyone else 
I think everything that we've done from that point, it's always been like consented steps. So we sat down and we've almost had a battle plan for each step of mm. non-monogamy. And um, yeah, I thought that was a brilliant, brilliant way to get going with things. Yeah. And, and it was nice for you. I was like, well, I, and we've tried. Yeah, I had we've, a great time. Yeah, <laughs> we've like tried to set up stuff since then, haven't we? But we just haven't really, it just hasn't really happened. It's just been busy as well. Yeah. Um, but I I really enjoyed it. You really enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Because we did two different scenes. So the first scene was literally just a threesome, just all having sex, which was fun. And then the second one was like more of me. I was still like watching and filming. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and like I enjoyed that as well. But I discovered that it wasn't. I'm like, no, nah, I enjoyed it. But at the end, I was like, no, I'm getting involved now. Like I want to be a part of it. So yeah, was- let's lay it back up a little bit then. And just like, so. Because like when you're when you know you're gonna like have a threesome that day, was it like excitement, nerves? Um, was it weird to like maybe just like sit down and be like, okay, let's talk about having a threesome? Like, what kind? What's the conversation like? I think for me, because I'm not as established in the industry as the two gals, mm-hmm. I'm sat there and I'm like, and they're like, okay, we're having a threesome, and it's like, yeah. I think I think um, a mix of anxiety and excitement. Yeah, but, you're right. Like once we got to it, weren't you? Yeah, the physicals I found really easy, but like the the kind of discussion before it was like let's jump to that bit and then we can feel more relaxed. Yeah. Was it like professional or friendly? Both, really. Yeah, and it was very different to because I've had like or like organic, not on camera threesomes, mm-hmm. and it did feel very different to when we were did it the camera i've never had an organic natural threesome uh-huh. sober really oh so i uh, know <laughs> i wasn't so, it was really it, it, probably one of the best sex i've ever had to be honest because basically it was me and my friend reed she runs mm-hmm. and um she was in there like non-monogamous and her um boyfriend was like we were at a party her party and he was like oh can i kiss you and i was like i don't know like where's Reed like he was like no it's fine so I was like okay and then I was like no no go and get Reed and she like walked in um and was like what's what's going on but like in a horny way Mm -hmm. and then yeah she was it just kind of went from there but our party so definitely some in it not a sober no no I wasn't sober definitely not yeah, since I stopped drinking, it'll be like four years sober soon. So it's quite amazing. But I haven't had a threesome since I stopped drinking. Yeah, maybe you need to you need mm. to get. Yeah, you need, to, you need to find the middle middle ground, don't you? I don't, I just don't know how. Like it's, I don't, I've had girls that have wanted threesomes that I've been dating over the last four years, but and then I've like had other girls I've even been seeing at the same time that have also wanted threesomes, but getting them together. Logistics. Yeah, it's so hard. Like we've had that quite a lot recently, haven't we? Where like there's a a couple of people that are my friends that want to play as a three, Mm -hmm. but every time there's like you know we set something up. Oh, someone's ill, or oh, like you know this isn't right, or da da da, or someone cancels, or it just doesn't. It just is really difficult to make it actually go from four to. It's crazy. Yeah, and then we've even had it where like. We went to, we were doing our kink training, um, kink practitioner training, and we met someone who had like followed me on Instagram and we went out that night, didn't we? Yeah. And then it was just like, that like kind of, the, and we thought it was going to happen and then it was like, no, it's not, 
Aww. it didn't. So, yeah, it's just, it's hard. I think this, the circumstances behind that one are kind of funny. What? Because you're so tired. What? Um, she has narcolepsy, so she's on like a clock. Um, really? We probably fell about half an hour before the clock. It was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. She was like, I can't, I'm too tired. But then I have, I did play with her since, just me and her, and she fell asleep. That's so funny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was a bit like, oh. <laughs> you don't know what to do. Yeah, just tuck him in. Oh. Get an Uber. It's cute. It's cute, but it's like, oh. Yeah. I guess she didn't like that. Or really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> One or the other, I guess. Go sleep That's funny. Usually it's men that go to sleep after sex. Mm. But I don't know. I think I get sleepy when I actually orgasm. Ah. <laughs> uh, maybe that's why it's mostly men. <laughs> so, so when, like, back to your first threesomes, like, when it actually started, were there, like, any moments where it was like, oh, I'm not sure if I like you having my partner or even with you because men can also get insecure with girls like, oh, I can't do that to her or like, you know, we're not women so we can't give them that. So it can feel quite competitive sometimes. I don't know. I felt I felt like right from the beginning that like you were getting as much enjoyment as me. I didn't feel like... Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. really enjoy like, seeing him enjoy and being mm. able to be like separate from it and watch him fully was really nice um and i was just kind of almost like voyeuristic like yeah watching and like whoa this is hot there was one point that i really didn't like which was you he, she she was like going down on him and he like cupped her face and was like you're really good at that um and i was like um, mm, that's think, interesting it i think it's because like the most important thing i think is not feeling like they're a threat and that felt like a really intimate affectionate moment and also the fact that it was like well is she better than me oh yeah Yeah. so it's like the the competitivity side came in yeah but then like um i kind of just got involved and afterwards we spoke about it and I think one of the most important things for us is whenever, even when we're not like having a threesome, say I go and, and go to a party or something, like that reclamation sex, that like re that being back together, just mm -hmm. you two, I think is really, really important. And I think we get probably more fire from the reclamation than we do from anything else. Yeah. Just, so it'd be like, yeah, you're mine. The, and like, yeah. That was my next question is like, how did you feel after? Yeah. Like, I think if you can channel that feeling, into like each other then that could be really nice but it could also if you don't have the self-awareness and the ability because i knew that i wasn't actually responding to what was happening in front of me i was responding to you know a childhood of feeling like i had to be the best or mm -hmm. you know being triggered of, about being like feeling like i'm going to re replace it was all these feelings that had been triggered by that moment that were the issue not the actual moment in front of me but if you don't have the ability to do that it could be really easy to just get angry at your partner because that's e what's easy rather than reflection and you know giving yourself space to feel and soothing those feelings mm -hmm. you know as as humans we're really not very good at that so if you don't have that in you i don't think it's a very good idea or like the people that 
think it's going to be some kind of relationship solved. <laughs> like they're in, like, oh, maybe we'll have a threesome. Mm. Please don't do that. <laughs> yeah, some, I just sometimes think that a lot of girls do it because they feel like, yeah, maybe they need to do it to keep their man. Yeah. Um, I, was, I don't know how true that is, but I just, I just always remember that, like, you know, the sex party killing kittens. Like when, when that was new, I was living in London, and I went to one of those out of curiosity with a friend with benefits, mm-hmm. and we went to find another girl, and it was all couples. Yeah. And I think there were like two single girls, and it was like every couple was there yeah. Just yeah. for the two single <laughs> girls. And like all the and when the couples like met each other, it was like like the guys were kind of like guarded, like all right, mate. <laughs> you know? So it was like it was a really strange environment. I think it's changed a lot now. Like it's like back then, it was like elitist. And it was like no ugly people, no right. people over forty. No, it was like it was very different. But yeah, it was strange. And that, so that was my, my impression of the typical couple looking for a threesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe that's unhealthy or maybe it's healthy. Who knows? Mm, I think it's just difficult in general as well, isn't it? Because it's like, it's hard enough knowing if some one person fancies you and is happy and is enjoying the sex, let alone introducing another person and yeah. all of their feelings and emotions and everything that goes with that. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I remember the first threesome I ever had. Um, I tried to say this without, without offending anyone. <laughs> like, I just remember that the girl that we picked, I wasn't attracted to her at all. Right. But I thought, if I don't do this, I might never get another chance in my life. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really give her much attention, but it was fun. And then when I, I kind of felt sorry for her, so I started to give her some attention. And then my girlfriend just broke down in tears on the floor, crying her eyes out. And I'm like... Oh my God, <laughs> that's, that's a disaster. Yeah, yeah. It was all okay in the end. Yeah. Um, and we got back into it and it was all fine. But yeah, yeah it, was, it was really, really weird. I think there definitely needs to be some like discussion before, beforehand about how you can reassure each other, how you can connect if if you're the couple and there's an extra. Because mm. like I felt when I when I had the threesome and, and they were a couple, I just gave all almost like all my attention to the to the woman. Yeah. And then but then I really enjoy like being used. So that's like one of my kinks. Mm-hmm. It's like so it almost like felt like I was just like a plaything for them. And that yeah. was really attractive for me. Um, but I think there needs to be conversation like before, like, you know, how, how do we, you know, how do we communicate if we're uncomfortable? Like, how do we, what do you want me to do? You need to have those, those chats because. Yeah. Like we didn't have any conversations like that. It was just, I was just so happy to be doing it. So it was like, <laughs> it's a bad thing. And I think also there's insecurities. Hundred percent. So, like my one of my current friends of benefits, she she has a lot of threesomes, but mm-hmm. she won't have a threesome with a girl that's prettier than her. 
in her eyes. Yeah, yeah. See, she's very beautiful, but she doesn't think she is. I, I'm a little bit like, but like, it's not that I wouldn't have a threesome with someone with, but like, I find myself worrying, like, oh, I can't make content with her because I look like a sack of potatoes next time. She's Everybody like, no be... one slimmer than me, no one older than me. Uh, like, see, I don't. No one younger put, than me. Sorry, I don't think I would put those rules in place. But it, if, especially like with like body, because I'm really insecure about my body. Mm. I think if, say like we had a threesome with someone who who didn't have any extra skin and like had really nice bum pump, and and then you were paying a lot of attention to that, that would make me feel like, oh, yeah. well, he really likes and he really wants that. I don't have it and I can't give it to him then. So yeah, there's definitely yeah, that. So do you have rules in place to stop that happening? Uh, no, it's just kind of, that's just me reflecting on things yeah. that could, but we do have some I think rules. we, yeah, I think more we've had conversations and we do talk about a lot of stuff in depth before and mm. after. And we've got that, we kind of got that rhythm with things. Yeah. I know what to look out for to protect you in that circumstance. And I think, you know, to do the same for me. Yeah, and also, like, we are so secure in our relationship that, mm -hmm. you know, nothing can compete with 10 years and three children in a marriage, you know, generally. So I feel very safe with him. Um, but I think if, say, I was having a threesome with a guy who I was a friend with benefits and somebody was really hot, like, I felt they were a lot hotter than me, I think I would find that a lot more difficult mm -hmm. than if it was us. Because um, I'd be like, am I the spare part? Like, do they even really want me here? Like, you know, should I leave? Because that's, <laughs> that's the fear, isn't it? Is yeah, that yeah. The person, the man will run off with the other girl. Mm. And um, just to bring it back to a trending topic, but that seems to be what's happened with Destiny, the streamer. Mm -hmm. um, he had an open marriage and he made a lot of statements in favor of the open marriage, but it seems that she's met some Swedish guy and it's not, it's over, you know? Oh, gosh. So conservatives are like, conservatives are having a few of them. I bet they love it. Oh, yeah, especially because of some of the things he said. Like, he said, like, oh. um, people said, oh, what if she falls in love with somebody else? And he's like, oh, I hope she doesn't because I haven't had a prenup. Right. <laughs> The thing is as well, though, the pe that people really have to understand is you're no more or less safe whether the relationship is open or closed. Like, if she's going to run off with someone else, she would have run off with somebody else in a closed relationship. Yeah, to but be no fair, that's what Destiny yeah, said as and, well. And nobody would be blaming the relationship style if she had run off with somebody else in a closed relationship. Mm. But because they don't like open relationships, they automatically blame that. But actually... The problem is she's run off with somebody else. It's not the relationship style that's caused that to happen. Yeah. Um, people cheat every single day, all the time, um, in monogamous relationships. But for some reason, people don't go, well, it's because they're monogamous. I've always felt with open relationships that, similar to a threesome, that it's often, not always, but usually the man pushing for it. Mm. Um, so I think maybe that might be the problem. Mm. Like, that if you've pushed for the open relationship when she doesn't really want it. Because if you got a monogamous, if you go into a monogamous relationship after, then clearly you didn't really want, want the open one. Yeah, yeah, with. yeah. Uh, yeah, I do think that is something 
something to consider. Um, so maybe the same with threesomes. Like it's just you got to really make sure that you both want it. Threesome, yeah, and you don't just want to f- have sex with the one person and the other person is just there. <laughs> Although most threesomes yeah. kind of end up like that, I find. <laughs> yeah. What are like the signs that indicate a threesome might not be a good idea? I think trust. I think trust mm. and trust is a hundred percent there. I think if there's a glimmer of mistrust in there, then once you're actually playing, it's mm. it's, it's like yeah, like opening Pandora's box. Yeah. Yeah. If if you're doing it as a relationship kind of plaster, that's mm. an absolute no. If you're doing it because you're bored of your partner and you want something else, that's an absolute it needs to be an addition, not a solution. Yeah. Um, if if you have severe insecurity or attachment issues and aren't aware of them and how to you know reflect and so like soothe those things, it's an absolute no. Mm. Um, if what happens if you do put yourself like out of your comfort zone and do something like that? It's just going to blow up, isn't it? It's just it just makes it messy. Like, I think any any issue that you already have is just going to be amplified. Yeah, and I think the thing is, once sex starts, you kind of just keep going, don't you? Even if you hate it, it's like, okay, you just should, get through this. Please don't do that. I know most people do. Most people do. Please stop. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's like yeah, it's like going on a roller coaster. It's like, okay, we've, we've gone over. Yeah, it's like, okay. we've just got to stay on this ride until the end. Yeah, but... um. I think that's the main thing to bear in mind, like really break down why you want to do it. Is it because you want this sexual experience and it sounds fun and you're interested in, you know, having more experiences in your life or is it because you're bored of where you are or there's an issue and you're trying to solve it? Yeah. And how do you even bring up the conversation with your partner? Because if I just say to my girlfriend, oh, (laughs) how about we have a threesome? (laughs) She's gonna most girls are gonna be quite offended at that. Or like it could trigger insecurities. I think asking without expectations a big one. Because sometimes you can have like an open forum and you're like, right, this is what I want, and you can explain why you want it. If it's denied and you're still pushing, you're in a lot of trouble at that point. Mm, my my um, asking at all. Like yeah, once you've see, asked, you can't unask. Yeah. This you know? is how it's I like, always I always say it the same with like kinks and stuff. I generally I think a really good way of doing it is ask as if it wasn't it's not your intent. So you can be like, Oh, I had this really hot dream where there was like this other girl and it was so hot. Like, what do you think? <laughs> so oh, obvious. Yeah. Girls so are much it, smarter than yeah. that. <laughs> Or be or put like have a TV show on where there's a threesome or just, just keep watching like open house on or like smutty TV. If, what again? Yeah, again. <laughs> but basically have a conversation starter that isn't I want this, it's what do you think about this? Like, oh, your friend Susan's very attractive. No, I don't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> your sister looks good today. <laughs> <laughs> or have you like 
offer the opportunity for them to talk about their fantasies first. Like, yeah, what, yeah. What That's true, actually. Because when know, you ask girls their fantasies, yeah, often they say... What's your fantasy? What's your ultimate sexual fantasy? Or you've never told me, you know, what your ultimate kink is. And then naturally, usually in a conversation, after they've talked about theirs, they will want to learn about yours. And you mm-hmm. can introduce it in a way that doesn't feel like, uh, you know, like a threat or a, yeah. a request. It's like a... And I think just, yeah, talking openly about sexual history as well, like what they have tried, what they liked or not. Because I think so much of it comes down to how much experience they have. Mm -hmm. Because I personally find that most girls that have not tried it want to try it. Yeah, yeah, Because there's a curiosity. It's it's a top fantasy. It's Mm -hmm. like when you look at like uh, Justin LaMilla, he did a huge thing on sexual fantasies um and then there was another one done in the netherlands and and top fantasy is always an extra person generally i think it's about like you being like wanted so much that there's two people or like but there's different types of but there's also the theory that um it's not proven but it's like a theory that advertising has made women bisexual because everything's women. everything has been through the male gaze. See, I had two. I had a really interesting theory about this. That uh, so that you have two dials essentially. So you have like your uh, attraction dial. So like you know, man, woman, and then you have your flexibility dial. Mm-hmm. Um, so like how how flexible you are on that. So so some men might be straight, but when they're in prison for ten years. They'll have sex with a bummel. Oh, for just, because, just for three months, yeah, I think. <laughs> because their flexibility switch has has had to be turned because that's what's Yeah, there. yeah. Uh, and and there's uh, apparently the research, they've done a lot of research that it's not necessarily that women are more bisexual than men. It's that their flexibility dial is way vaster. Yeah, so yeah. they might identify as straight, but they're quite happily have a woman. involved i find girls are less squeamish you know yeah whereas men their flexibility is very low so they're like straight and absolutely not you can't even touch my bum because that might indicate that i might actually like a man one day for me it's more like if we compare the a threesome with two girls versus two guys obviously no problem trying two girls but two guys like i'm the kind of person that growing up if someone shared a can of Coke with me, I'd be like wiping the Coke can, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, I can't no, drink out very, of a can of Coke yeah, that another man's drank out of. Yeah, yeah. So I, I how think, can I share a girl? I understand. I've, had, I've even had like when I've been in like content houses and stuff, mm-hmm. um, if a woman's filmed with someone and then they're gonna, they're like, have you had a shower? Or like they won't even kiss them because they're like, oh, you just sucked his dick. And like now you're gonna kiss me. Like that's really, yeah. whereas women are like, yeah, women are much less squeamish. Bother. Do you think maybe it's because, it's going to sound really gross, but women kind of have to deal with more bodily No, I think we're just not in, stuck in a patriarchy where for some reason any kind of gayness is seen as wrong. I don't see it as gayness. For me, it's like I'm the same with girls. I think a lot of guys like, it is If to I'm do not gayness. attracted to the girl, I don't want to share a can of Coke with her. I'll like okay. wipe it. I, I, so don't think that's man, sta- I don't think that's standard. I think it's more about... That's just a me thing. The worried, ...worried about being any kind of identifying with being gay. I feel like that's the issue. Yeah, it's interesting because it kind of, kind of... It's quite extreme with men. It's like they either want to share or they don't. Then I think if you think about it biologically, that actually makes a little bit of sense because 
to a woman, she's going to get pregnant whether or not there's another woman. Mm-hmm. So, so in a biological threat, there is no threat from another woman. You're just both going to get pregnant. Whereas for a man, if there's another man there, your sperm might not be fertilizing that egg, and that isn't your baby. You're not passing on your genes. Yeah, so, so there it might does be some kind of like evolutionary makes sense that sense. you don't want another man to be in your woman because otherwise you're not going to have a baby. To be fair, I don't want two women to get pregnant either. <laughs> <laughs> no. Please, we've got yeah. enough of those. Like, no more babies for us. They seem to be super fertile, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's an issue. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, I think it does actually make biological... Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think of it like that. I was just thinking, like, because I'm just such a germaphobe like that. I've tried to get over it, but mm. no, it's not happening. Mm. But yeah, I think as well, like, in terms of threesome, when you think about a threesome with a guy and two girls, it's very much expected that the girls will be playing together and doing stuff together. Whereas a threesome with two guys and a girl, it's not. Unless it's a bi threesome. Unless it's a bi, but yeah. that's quite rare. Usually it's like, okay, we'll fuck this girl, but like, you know, don't touch my dick or look at my penis. Like, you know, you know, just concentrate on the thing. It's, it's, it's like in the toilet where yeah. you don't look down. You get, yeah. you get a high for Eiffel Tower it. Yeah. Like, but, but they mustn't like, touch pee-pees sword should never cross yeah because um, i was talking to someone who's done a, had a lot of threesomes and he said like his limit is like dp one in one in the puss one in the butt but he's like i could not do two in the one hole because then mm-hmm. i'll be rubbing dicks yeah it's like absolutely not and then he literally used those words oh it's too gay I mean, it's fine to say, I think. Yeah, but it's it's like, yeah, but why is that an issue? Why would that be an issue if you're not? It, like, you're not. You know you're not. And that even if you were, why is it an issue? Well, I think it's not that it's an issue. It's just that it's not a turn on. It's yeah. It's a turn off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just, again, for me, it doesn't have to be a man I'm not attracted to or doing something sexual with anyone I'm not attracted to. Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. Nah. Or sharing Coke. Just, just so much Coca-Cola. Yeah, yeah. yeah. identify Context, that one. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody yeah. likes to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, okay, let's get into like the the hard bit. Like, how do we find someone for a threesome? I'll leave sure it to you. So I'm going to yeah. make notes on yeah, this. Yeah. So I think uh, it's it's not easy. Um, and why is it so hard? People don't talk about sex and people are worried about rejection and people are like uncomfortable about, you know, oh, what if they don't like me and that will ruin our friendship. Or... You don't think it's like just an economic thing? And then also like, the practicality um, of it. Just maybe there's a lot more couples wanting yeah, I than those girls that are it. willing to do it. I think that's part of it. And I think as well, like I've even seen videos on like Instagram where it's like, you know, the single woman like slag, like slagging off couples wanting a unicorn like because they don't like to feel used or it's like so so it's definitely an issue mm. yeah um, i know girls that won't sleep have threesomes of couples but yeah they will have threesomes with in like, general yeah. yeah i think if you want one then you know I, using the sites that are there field fabs really you think it's worth going online i think so quite hard to find state. people because i mean no more hard than going up to someone oh finding... excuse me ma'am would you like to have freedom with us Fine. Like, <laughs> no, these no. people are there no, they right? know what they're there for when they've happened with me it's always been when i've been the person not having a party at your house but when 
you're out with like a mixed group of friends mm -hmm. and you come back home to your house for like a few drinks after yeah like that's when the magic happens yeah yeah that's that is like hanging out with her female friends mm -hmm. like that's when it can just happen yeah and there has to be alcohol involved <laughs> i think as well like um if you go to events where like you know sex is quite you know like kink events and stuff like yeah that's like a lifestyle isn't mm -hmm. it like entering a lifestyle that's how that's why it's happened for me yeah. quite a lot because i am in that lifestyle but i feel like because most couples don't have an open relationship but they still might want to have yeah, a yeah but then there's there is like community now in you know like swing swing hub and swing there's there's it's much more open and accessible mm -hmm. now um and people are you know in more out there that they like it so i think getting yeah. getting involved in those things is yeah yes it's a lifestyle but that's not a negative thing and you can no you could go and just sleep with each other and like what sure you know it but being around people that are open to those things yeah that's the easiest way isn't it is yeah. to go into a community yeah yeah and make friends yeah or start an only fans <laughs> yeah or also do that you get know? paid for it yeah. or subscribe to ours <laughs> <laughs> come on in we'll have you as a unicorn <laughs> get <And> like <laughs> but i also think we should go back to the what you said earlier about um just hiring an escort because yeah. for me if i'm in a long-term loving relationship I think it's a smart option. I think it and is. it's probably what I would do. I think that's the easiest way as well because because you're paying them, you can be like, "Stop, I'm uncomfortable." Yeah. Like, there's no pressure. There's no pressure on entertaining that person, and it, yeah. And you can choose someone you both like. Yeah. Because when almost every threesome, it's like one of you doesn't like someone, mm -hmm. and like it's like, okay, we'll go along with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's. Yeah. I feel like the couple have got control of the variable because each person they've got they've got all the cards at that stage. And yeah, I think if you're trying to protect your relationship, it does work a little bit better when it's especially at the context. beginning when you're not sure. Yeah, I think for definitely for like the first one because you might have triggers that you're completely unaware of. You know? mm. So I think that that's a really good option. But um, you know, after you've done that, and what about things like? Would you recommend, say, like getting a hotel so you don't like soil your bed, you know, with that memory? Hmm. I think that's a good idea. I suppose a new bed's probably cheaper these days. It's cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no one said a threesome is cheap. Fair, I <laughs> actually think that because, say, we had bought Peach back to her house and it went really badly. Peach? That's her name. Sorry. <laughs> of course it is. But. <laughs> 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 But it, if it went really badly, like you can't, you can't be like, oh, we'll leave that memory there, you know? No, I, I agree with that. Yeah, or maybe, maybe an Airbnb. Yeah, but I've got to move house. I've got to buy a new bed now. <laughs> buy all new sheets. <laughs> you slept with that woman right in our bed. <laughs> yeah, my day makes a difference. Huh? You didn't cheat, huh? Well, people do like when people cheat, for example, if the cheating's happened in your bed oh that's kind of more nasty. traumatic somehow yeah yeah i think yeah that lets your imagination kick into gear as well and that's always gonna mm. be a bit um yeah because you think yeah. that's where i sleep like with you yeah and also if you have a bad experience you don't want to like sh sleep in the messy sheets with like no, some yeah. Of yeah gross 
No, I think that's a that's a good option. And you can ask them to leave, like you say. That's the key. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you would lose something in that because I think when you have a spontaneous threesome, it's, yeah, it's it better. can be one of the most sensual things yeah, in the world. Yeah, because you're always in the back of your mind if you haven't escorted, does she actually like it? Well, because you miss out, you kind of like, she's unless you've got a lot of money, she's just there for the action for that like hour or two yeah um whereas like when it's spontaneous they can be there Stay and, yeah. yeah and also i think like there's also like you want to feel one of the biggest things about the fantasy is being desired feeling desired that and and if in the back of your mind you don't think they want this then that removes that yeah so yeah yeah and so how about um actually during the threesome like is there any etiquette yeah so i think any any kind of sexual situation anywhere with anyone else you need to go through yes no's and maybe's and safe words before you engage like you know we're quite heavy-handed in the sex that we have but you know Mm. grabbing someone's head when they're going down on you might be a complete no-no for someone like, yeah, you can't just assume. Yeah. So you, you need to have that conversation before, no matter how awkward it is. Like, what do you like? Like what? Um, and then during, it's, I think the most important thing was like eye contact. Like, it's almost like permission, looking for permission repeatedly. Like, that's what I felt like it was. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm trying to think. And I was thinking like even before sex started, I remember... The first one I had, the girl came over and then it was like, right, what do we do? So I was like, do you want a drink? Um, and then I was like, cook some food. <laughs> I'm just like, quicker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's cook some tuna. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so amazing. Like, and I was like, I didn't know how to initiate it because I didn't know this girl. And I was like, well, we just met her. I can't just like jump straight in. Like, I didn't want to like make the first move on this girl. Or do you make the first move on your own partner? Or mm. like, my mind was just like. We just started kissing, didn't we? Like that. And that was really nice because we were like just all kissing each other. That was quite nice. I quite like as well, like even little things of involvement, like. Say it. Say she went down on him. Like if I hold her hair, mm-hmm. or like, you know, like kiss, like pay attention. So like I've been in one before where they were having sex, and obviously that could be like, well, what do I do? But like you know, talking and kissing her, or like there's lots of different things that you can do to make sure you're like involved in some way and not feeling like a odd one out yeah i think with two girls you never feel like at least as a man you never feel like you you feel like you need more hands don't you so it's like yeah. you never feel like that i don't think but maybe if you're a girl you can feel like that because yeah you've only got I, I think so as a girl like because you're like waiting for your turn almost yeah should i leave or you know <laughs> well the best thing about threesomes for me and is just the blowjob and rimming at the same time Ah, I don't think we did that. No, it's I a treat. We just both, we just both gave you a blowjob. Which, to be honest, like the video, that is hot. Yeah, oh yeah, it was, video it was a good angle as well. Yeah, rimming yeah. never works well in a video. No, I think. no, no. But two girls, like, 
and like kissing while you're well, like kissing like this when it's here it's just quite hard i think yeah it's, it's very aesthetically pleasing but oh and the other thing that she did which i thought was really good and i didn't even realize she was doing it at the time she made sure i was the one to make him come mm. so like when we That's were because we did a blowjob at the end to like finish and she definitely had better blowing skills than me like at the time I was like, I need to learn how to do this. That's and a, I did. <laughs> that's really interesting as well. I've got a friend and she loves having threesomes. Mm-hmm. It, and it, you learn. She really likes teaching girls how to deep throat, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love that. that. That's, that's what I've, I've definitely, I've gone from probably a, a six to a nine on my, on my sucking skills. Until you meet someone that's like, takes the scale yeah. to well, 20 or something. Well, Jordan, like, a, I'm like, nah, and you can just, yeah you can win that i'm not i'm not even trying just go for it um but like yeah so i found that when you were close she just all of a sudden started just kind of licking and letting me i think that was a conscious decision on her part but i didn't even realize that's what she was doing which but i think that's really nice a lot of men get performance anxiety Mm -hmm. and many women don't have orgasms during sex Mm mm-hmm so like when it's a threesome, it must be even harder. Or is it easier because the girl's there to help? I think it depends on the type of man and his thought process. Because mm. like I know, I know some that like, you know, have definitely, you know, not been able to get hard because they're worried or um, the pressure of it, the pressure of like pleasing two women is too much and pressure is the ultimate yeah dick shimper and like the average man i think penetration lasts about five minutes mm-hmm. so it's quite a short experience if um yeah for we, some people yeah you can't split that two ways can you <laughs> no, no. it's like it's like you can count the pumps each person <laughs> but then i think actually in that case pressure is a counter to that i think if you're that kind of guy you're probably not going to get off extra girl in the first place maybe mm, yeah because for you you lasted eight well we couldn't make you come it was it was hard stop showing off there's <laughs> only the pressure of it as soon as the, like the camera's on it's hard isn't it yeah i think so especially if you're holding it yeah 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 but mm. is any other threesome etiquette because i was thinking about condoms because most couples obviously they're not using a condom with each other Oh, and yeah. And then you're kind of like putting it on and off or like, do you have different condoms for each girl or what's happening? I think that has been the case with, with one. I think in general, like things at like parties or I think generally condoms are just a must. I think we, we didn't because... You can't show up with just one, can you? No, you have to have, just bring hundreds of condoms. <laughs> I recommend ordering them from wish.com. You're going to get a wish baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ordered um a thousand for like fifty dollars. Yeah, but are they any good? I don't know. I just ordered them. I laugh. Right, I'm, I'm I, sorry, I but wish for... condoms you're asking for BV and a child. <laughs> I, I, I ordered them for content, but it's like I'm not going to use them. <laughs> but I was, I'm just curious if anyone would use them. Well, you can buy them, and they're like brand name as well. They're like probably fake, right? Yeah, but BV and a child. <laughs> Don't use them. <laughs> I like. You wouldn't use a wish condom. Absolutely not. 
Not even you, just to test? No. What do you think people in would China use? Would you use a wish sex toy? Because it's, 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 they use plastic. That's not body safe. I didn't know they did. Yeah, they do yeah, sex toys. they melt. Like, those toys they melt. melt. They melt. And they're putting that inside you. You're just asking for a recipe. Of, okay, what about AliExpress then? Absolutely not. <laughs> just, just go and buy reputable brand condoms <laughs> in date. So don't buy condoms from China. Is that what we're saying? Is buy this why there's so many Chinese people? brand. <laughs> but there isn't. They did the one child rule. Oh, yeah, because the condoms don't work. I'm confused on condoms. I think condoms are very important if you're playing with other people, It, you know, and also, you know, just testing in general. Mm. Just go get tested. Have a full MOT. Yeah, it's really important. Because the most common STI uh, symptom is nothing. So you could be, and you can get you can get an STI from oral. You can get it from many things. Even so, with condoms, you can still get chlamydia yeah, and gonorrhea. So just just test. <laughs> Definitely. One thing I want to ask is like, say you're having a threesome and you're not, you're both not really feeling the girl. How do you get her to go? I don't know how you get into it because there's unless, unless something take happened your, during. Your yeah, call me with an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go, my kid. Yeah, unless you went overside and you just because it's a problem guys normally have. But if you have it as a couple, like being told to go by two people, it's mm. quite quite just could be quite a sensitive thing. I think maybe just um, t- you know. Don't. <laughs> don't. Yeah, just, just, Maybe yeah, just yeah. don't have, like, be, you can you can make an excuse as in to why you don't want to have sex and be like, look, I'm, I'm not really yeah, feeling yeah. it tonight. I'm a bit tired, you know. Um, but, and then, you know, follow that up later with, oh, we really appreciate you coming. And, and but I think we're not ready for this or something like that. Yeah, but I think, it, I think as a couple, you've got a responsibility to the third as well. And when you've sat down, there's something you want to do, then. Yeah. yeah. Um but I don't I don't think you should be like having sex and be like, Oh, I don't like her ass, like get out. No, no, not <laughs> like that. But you know, sometimes like sometimes you just don't connect with someone enough in after sex. Yeah. It's like, okay, like that was fun, but time to go. Mm, I don't I think if you've had sex then you have a responsibility to provide aftercare, whether you're feeling comfortable or not. Like mm. That's actually a good topic. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, what should couples do after a threesome? Us ask each other what you what you need in terms of aftercare. Like, you know, when I had the one with uh, Reed and her partner, they literally just asked me, and I was like, "Well, I like to have a cuddle." So we had a cuddle, and Um, three way cuddles are the best. Yeah, if you're in the middle. Yeah, and then like we like had got some. We had a chat about how the experience was for each other. And then there's, you know, I and this walk, includes the third person. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And and then I think it's always really important to follow up a couple of days later and just be like, you know, just checking in. Mm. It was really lovely because, and then just be like, you know, whether you want to do it again, whether you don't want to do it again, just just a sign of appreciation and consideration for that person. Yeah, and I guess you both do. You both talk to her, or would you say it's like etiquette that? 
really the girl should have the relationship with the extra girl. Uh, well, we're in 2023. It's quite easy to make a group chat these days. That's true. That's you true. Know? But I feel like on swinger sites and on apps like Field, um, that normally <laughs> it's like the girl's photos and the man doing the texting. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's like you want this, so you do the work. <laughs> yeah, I think it's quite funny as well because sometimes I'm like, this girl's really fit. And then I see her husband, I'm like, oh. Yeah, I bet that happens a lot. Mm, but, but also the opposite. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I think just talk, like talk to each other. A good call on group chats. Yeah. I hate group chats though. I have on my family. I have family, so many. It's I do them for work sometimes. Mm, mm. But I think make consistent effort with each person as well. Like don't be like, you know, just every time the guy is in a chat, like you respond, but the girl doesn't. Like you need to make consistent effort with each party, mm. like hone in on one person. Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess we've, we talked like a bit about this already about the impact on relationships, but I guess for you two, it's been purely positive or there's been negative as well. Purely positive. I think opening has been positive and no, it's been purely positive with negative experiences because we're learning, but yeah, the threesome, that was just really easy for us. Wasn't yeah. It? There was no like, but then again, I think it was because she is a professional. There wasn't, there was no expectation. It, it just feels really easy with her. Like it's very, very, the person was so easy to communicate with that there wasn't any like, but what if, but what if, because mm -hmm. you can just ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, for us, it's been, opening has been amazing, I think. Yeah. What do you think the impact of a threesome is for a typical couple? Um, I think it can go both ways, can't it? Depending on like the individual. It could be like amazing and like bring the spark back because it's exciting and make you want to make an effort again because suddenly mm -hmm. there's a level of competitivity. So it's like, oh well, I better like on a saucy outfit and doing my hair because I want him to be attracted to me because, and then I think it can push effort. It can make things exciting and novel. And do you think that some people, or, or do you think, like, just to play devil's advocate, that you could have achieved the same results just by doing what you said and just, you know, putting more effort in, exploring more things together, rather than say inviting a third in. It depends on your individual want from opening mm. or do because like, if when you're asking the question, why do you want to have a threesome? They say, because I'm bored, because I feel I want to spice things up, because I feel then yeah, maybe. But if it's because, you know, for me, it was because I want to connect with other people. I want to. I want to say yes to all the experiences you can have as a human. I want to, so it wasn't, it was less about the relationship and more about, you know, living life. Mm -hmm. um, and almost like checklist, like, oh, I did that. And I yeah, did that. Yeah, yeah. 
then you can't get that from, you know, doing your hair and putting laundry on and having a good sex. Yeah, but there are people that would say that, oh, just by considering this, it's kind of harmful to a relationship. Those people, I think, are incredibly insecure. You think? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's um, being afraid to talk about boundaries. Because yeah. you, you, you should always be open to communicate. But Absolutely. Like, so it does tend to be, obviously, more religious people, more people with traditional values, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, they might equate it with, like, cheating or... Yeah, same no, people that, that don't let you watch porn because that's cheating. Yeah, but um, do they ever have a point? Of course they have a point. Everyone is valid in their feelings. I'm not saying they're not, but I think they might need to reflect and reconsider because if you're ever afraid to talk to your partner and you don't have, like, if you don't have the ability to understand that people can want something and choose not to because it's a boundary in your relationship, like you don't really have a relationship because you're expecting that person to automatically know and abide by the rules that you've created in your head. Mm-hmm. That person is an autonomous human and you should make decisions about your relationship together. And just because they have a different view on things, that doesn't mean your relationship is a threat because they can will still choose to follow the boundaries that you create together as a relationship but like being like well you may as well cheat on me because you think differently to me i take issue with with that way of thinking Mm -hmm. yeah i think i don't think they're so judgmental of the people in this respect i think they see it as more a sickness in society almost yeah yeah, like um that it's only going to lead to something bad for everybody Mm -hmm. which they would say is like you know broken homes yeah yeah um but then that happens in monogamous married relationships all the time i would love to get some stats on this to find out like what the stats are for um couples staying together who are monogamous versus non-monogamous yeah personally the some of the strongest couples i've known have been swinger couples yeah um but i've also seen it where um like when they're actually swingers that's when i've seen it when it's really strong mm-hmm. and i've seen a lot of people who have non-monogamous relationships um with various fashionable names um and that's where i've seen the problems right um when they haven't like embraced that lifestyle of just that more hedonistic lifestyle fully yeah i think it's it's all perhaps it's because within the swinger community there's almost a um at this point anyway there's there's quite clear rule yeah that's true know the rules um and we're not given that in non-monogamy necessarily yeah uh and when there's rules that can be plus they're doing it together they're doing it together there's kind of clear boundaries there's expectations you're doing it with other couples that Mm -hmm. also know the boundaries and the expectations and there's a little bit of a kind of pathway of how things go whereas in non-monogamy you know, somebody could say this is a boundary for me and somebody misinterpret it and then end up messing up. So I think that perhaps is is part of it. Um, And I think the swinger lifestyle is very much an established lifestyle, whereas non-monogamy might be used as a fix Mm. or a solution when it shouldn't be. 
Yeah, like I've got a friend in Budapest who's a swinger and he's quite young and he goes to swinger parties. His friend organizes them as well. He's like really active. And when he came to London, went to a sex party, um, people like, he spoke to people and he said, oh, I'm a swinger. And they were like, oh, that's very old fashioned. Um, <laughs> and that was like. <laughs> I, actually, I thought it was quite funny actually once I went, I went to this like after party after like a, a sex party and then. Um, there was like kinksters and there were swingers and the swingers didn't were like a lot less conscious of like consent and things like that it's not that they didn't have it but they were definitely and then the kinksters would be like oh they're swingers be careful like it was like a yeah, like that two parties yeah. like swingers just want to fuck everyone they don't care that like this was the kind of like yeah. whereas kinksters is like contractual like yeah, I thought that was quite interesting. This is my issue with BDSM actually is that I think it gets a bit like playing, you know, D and D or something with like so many rules, mm. and it all ends up being a bit everyone looking the same mm-hmm. when it's supposed to be about freedom. But no freedom, but within Don't these you rules. Come in here with yeah. those trousers. <laughs> Do you know what actually happened? This is so like, strict. Like I went in with uh, to K uh, to uh, Dimitri, and he had like fox leather like they were faux leather they were proper like and they were like you can't come in you're gonna have to go in naked i was like <laughs> fine i'll go in naked <laughs> it's like come on this is supposed to be our expression of freedom he's obviously made an effort like, yeah. really really because his trousers look kind of a little bit pan like i wouldn't be able to go to a fetish party i don't think it was a lot it was a lot for me you've both been no i guess no, you're doing it today no, no, no. We've just got a hired a dungeon. Yeah, yeah I was kind of controlled, isn't it? It's like our own personal sex party. It's curated, the closest. Like, for me, list of- I thought about this so much. And like, my friends always want me to go to, um, to Torch Garden. Mm. And I'm just going to say, like, I just think fetish clothes look too gay. <laughs> Sorry, but they do. I think you'd rock them. I think women the skinny do a lot. guy yeah. with like leather and like yeah. a chest harness. Like just if they might as well just play disco music there. Mm. I think they should. I didn't like the music. Mm. It's very do do Yeah, I'm not into house music anymore. But what are you trying to achieve there? <laughs> Shoot, it's the rhythm. Yeah. Synchronized. Spanking? I don't know. <laughs> I, would, I would do my head near someone was spanking off the beat. Oh, yeah, that would music. wind that me would up. That would annoy me. That would wind me up. Um, okay, let's... <laughs> so, a little bit of neurodivergence. <laughs> yeah. You must spank on beat. Yeah, well, you'd have to, wouldn't you? You couldn't... Yeah. Can you imagine just slightly off as well? Oh, just... I just like, who are oh, you? Go, go practice. I want to talk about like the, just the general stigma of threesomes mm-hmm. because I think we t- touched on it a little bit. But do you think there is? I've just come from Hungary and it's a very conservative country and I'm not used to just being around British people mm-hmm. anymore. But I'd say in Hungary, it's something people keep secret. Like they might tell their best friend that they had a threesome, but they wouldn't say to their group of friends. Mm-hmm. Even if you're a man, mm-hmm. you would not tell everybody because... People would shame you for it. Mm. Or they'd like start spreading rumors about your relationship or right. things like that. So how is it here? Do you think it's I like, think you're asking completely the wrong person. Yeah. I'm surrounded by sex workers and people that go to sex parties. You know normal people too. Not really. No, you don't know any normal people? Anyway. You must know some normal people. 
We got extradited. Yeah. We got extradited from the family. Yeah, we're we're, we're extradited from the normal community. From your stage. family, we're, um, yeah. And yeah. it was specifically because of the non-monogamy thing. Really? Yeah. Not because of. Not because of what I do is the the non-monogamy thing. The thing is, I I find myself I'm quite accepting. If, if someone doesn't understand our life, that's okay. But mm-hmm. I want to be able to talk to you about that. And you can tell me what you don't like and what you do like. And um, we didn't really get the opportunity with that, did we? No, and they just spread a load of rumours at once. Oh, it was weird, wasn't it? They'll probably watch this. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, yeah. I guess that comes back to this, like um, like what conservatives are saying about destiny. Like, oh, he's a cook. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Oh, you the, get a lot of that. The implication there. is that because you are accepting this, that, it's like um, a weakness. Almost. Yeah, yeah. You get a lot of that, don't you? That people will be like, "Oh, he cries at night." Or... Oh, there's, a, there's a lot of poor husband, isn't there? Yeah. And um, yeah, I'll take this opportunity to say my life is pretty good. You know, <laughs> a um, poor um, husband earning ten k, ten k a week. You know, not having to go work in the cold and the rain, getting to bang hot women. Poor thing. Yeah, it's poor husband, isn't it? Poor husband. Yeah. Another a lot of tears. Yeah. He cries nightly. Yeah. <laughs> cries into his into his uh I make do with my life. Yeah. But how do you feel about that when people are judgmental? Um I think it's a bit of a process because at first it's it's a lot because I'm quite a reserved person. So when you've got twenty to thirty thousand people kind of pushing their view of you, but as time goes on you just I think you're desensitized. You just yeah. don't um I'm confident in who I am and I'm confident in our relationship and I don't think people who see us for two to three minutes or 20 to 30 minutes on the internet are a better place. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm. yeah. Something like kind of really hit home for me is because things used to bother me um, and I noticed that they were the things that were reflective of the things that I would tell myself. So the only time that I would be bothered by comments is if it was something that I personally told myself, my own story that I used to beat myself up. It's when they use your insecurities, isn't it? Yeah. And I watched this thing. um, It was literally just like a reel or something. And this guy, he he was doing this speech. I can't remember his name. I wish I could credit him. But he went up to like loads of people in the audience. He was like, I hate your blue hair. It's disgusting. I've never seen blue hair like that. And none of them had blue hair. And then at the end, he was like, "Do do you feel offended? Or was that like water off a, a duck's back? And they were like, well, no, we don't feel offended because we don't have blue hair. And he is like, exactly. So if you know your truth and you spend your time, you know, be, being true to yourself, knowing your story and being confident in that, then nobody can hurt you mm-hmm. because it's only when they're reflecting your own voice back at you that it hurts. So that kind of changed my perspective on on everything in the, in the comments i received because the cuck comments and stuff used to get to me because i would worry like, what if he does feel like that what, mm. what if he hates this but, and so, was it a process though because like because the way i've always dealt with it is i can understand it because before i say did this lifestyle i also thought the same mm-hmm. so like maybe like was it was there a time like when you thought the same as them but then now you have a non-monogamous relationship. You've gone through some changes. Um, I'm not too sure. I think a little bit, of... like because you used to say, "Oh, I don't think I could like 
I don't think I could handle you being with another man. I think we've definitely challenged. We've challenged a lot of thoughts. Yeah, I think it's been like a process of, you know, is this the line? Let's see what it feels like. Yeah, I think it's Mm. actually sitting down and thinking about it because I feel like you've almost got like your pre-built settings. Yeah. Like this is okay, that's okay, that's not. And when you actually sit down and either talk about it practically or try it, my line's gone from here to the other side of the table. Yeah, it's really interesting to say that because I think that can also work the opposite where you're conditioned to think that hedonism is the desire. Mm -hmm. And then when you sit down and think of it, you're like, oh, actually, I don't don't want that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think as well, like with with things like non-monogamy, a lot of the fear is like, you know, them running away. But by like, you know, consistently coming back and it being the same, and being reassured it's like okay you get you you know because like before you were fine with women but not men and then you know kind of reflected on why that might be and it's like oh well a woman i feel like a woman can't it isn't a threat and then now it's like okay well a man's not a threat either because you always come back final word on threesomes how do we wrap up oh god go have threesomes I, i my all i can say is like if you're a guy listening to this and most people our guys and you haven't had a threesome just try and get one yes <laughs> like and if you do just just be very thankful because it's yeah. so so hard to get i think people think that everyone's having one and it actually is quite rare yeah i think especially like what my audience tends to do is look at me and go what he's had one like then then i should have one <laughs> so. and if you want one use this podcast as an opportunity to start that conversation Listen to this call. Yes. Listen send to this- it to your friends. Yeah. And send it to your girlfriend. Send it to your girlfriend. Be like, what do you think? And then yeah. she chucks you out of the house with your shoes. <laughs> get on then. <laughs> Go get one. I can't believe you listened to that stupid ventriloquist <laughs> dummy motherfucker. <laughs> and that hoozy. And <laughs> All right. But no, so thanks so much for that. I learned a lot and I got to share some embarrassing stories. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks for having me again. No, it's a pleasure.